Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Game time decisions. All right, let's roll. Game time decisions on the road uh, style as we're split up. Halifax, Toronto, New York. We've got guests uh, joining us uh, from uh, Florida, Las Vegas, Nevada. I am Gabriel Morenci, uh kicking it. Uh, we are living uh, living large right now uh, alongside the Atlantic Ocean. And uh, that, that part is true, actually. I really am literally right next to the Atlantic Ocean uh, right now. And there are some uh, very, very nice ocean front hotels uh, in which tourists are staying in i do not happen to be in one of those uh, beautiful oceanfront <laughs> hotels as uh, evidently uh, they're pretty hardcore about having a credit card and their deposits in halifax the raging redhead cam stewart is uh, kicking it right now at the coffee shop what's going on cam how you doing buddy uh, i hope you had a really safe flight there yeah morency it's uh very interesting at the coffee shop. Me and Kelvin are here, uh, my IT guy. It's about 150 degrees in here. We got uh, guys taking down signs from the old business, clanking on Front Street there, and uh, it's absolute madness. I'm also learning how to make soft serve. It's, uh, I'll tell you something. I thought it was pretty easy. When you go to those restaurants, you see the thing come out in a cone, but there is a process to it. You got to add the powder and the water, put it in the machine. You got to make sure the machine is clean. Anyway, buddy, uh, if radio, when it's over, I got a job in the soft serve business. Yeah, you know what? Uh, right now, I got to recall. So, yeah, me and Cam are both going to have to get uh, used to this. Uh, so we're going to have the CNN delay uh, going on Oh, yeah, here. you got the delay going? No, you know what the best is, Marenzi? I still got the... No, no it's not Kel- too bad. It's, I got the headset mic. It's not like too it bad. Sounds- so, yeah, I'm pretty, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty, I, I'm pretty jealous, actually, so... You've got your own. Uh, you've got your own tech guy there. You've got. You've got your own uh, producer sitting alongside you. Till five o'clock. <laughs> then he's gone. He's working at the coffee shop. He's IT slash soft serve. Yeah, he's doing pretty good. Uh, he, he really helped yeah. me. Yeah, we got the new uh, Skype program up. But uh, I got your message. Uh, uh, we got to uh, keep on building, put new uh, things into the computer so we can keep on going and advancing, buddy. It's not enough. We got to get it done, and uh, I'll be uh, right on top of the case, man. We'll make it work. Yeah, yeah, just uh, we'll get our main man George on top of things. So, hey, so far so good. Um, it's funny, Cam. It, this stuff reminds me of like the old school AM radio days. It sounds like to me like you're at the local car dealer, except you're at a coffee shop right now. Hey, come on down, everybody. <laughs> you, on, you should, you should just uh, get. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, give, give people the address and. Uh, you know, I, I try to sweat everything out. And, you know, you and I were both concerned about, all right, we got to make this work. We're going to be on the road. Um, you know, new setups, new computers, like pretty much, you know, 
the radio gods have thrown us a lot of obstacles, Kev. Let's just be real. You and I and the Fantasy Sports Radio Network and Florio and all of us. So, hey, so far so good, actually. And um, everything, I'm sitting here and I'm like, all right, we got decent internet. It is what it is. Then I realized I don't have freaking headphones, man. It's like, you know, basically, you know, half an hour before I'm like, man, I don't have headphones. Of course, I always forget something. And normally I have those nice headphones. Um, so I had to go and, man, it was windy. I don't know where the hell I am, man. Like, uh, I'm in a weird part of Halifax. I don't, I don't know where anything is. So I just found a corner store and I ended up buying a uh, a set of uh, $2.99 uh, headphones, Cam. And uh, uh, we're basically about seven minutes in and uh, one one earbud doesn't work already. So I'm just rocking one earpiece right now. <laughs> hey, at least one's going. No, and Marenzi. The shocking thing is me when you talk to me, and you know me, like I get, I, I get nervous too, and I'm, I'm thinking there, and I'm like, how is this thing gonna work? But I gotta tell you, like I put the blue cord into the computer, I got like a little mini soundboard here, whatever, like things. It's you said it. You told me a long time ago. Listen, Cam, don't get intimidated. The problem is once you get it set up, once you get it set up, things are gonna go okay. So you know what? I'm staying positive right now. My boy's here and, uh, you know, till 5 o'clock. But I, I see good things in the future, Marenzi, and uh, hopefully uh, the little Samsung. I know it runs like a Pinto, but I, I got a feeling we can get to the end of the finish line, buddy. Yeah, I tell you that, Samsung is, uh, you know, it's, I think it's, it's tough. It's, like, it's, it's tough enough to get yeah, the job uh, done. So. <laughs> exactly. So this morning, Cam. I, you know, I fly into uh, I fly into Halifax relatively smooth, like no no real issues, uh, to be honest. Besides the fact that there was a stopover in Ottawa that I didn't know about. Oh, but, that's um, you, Yeah, you don't get off the plane though. It's one of those deals. Oh, you know, they don't want to, There's not enough people that want to go to Halifax at once, right? So they swoop up in Ottawa. <laughs> so uh, exactly. Just, Come just, on. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So you, you don't you don't get off the plane even on the stopover. Like yeah, it's like fifteen twenty minutes, and they just bring the new people on. But uh, of course, man, there were like multiple kids around me and stuff, and kids were like screaming, man. You can't make this up, literally. So there's like a couple of kids in front of me with like a hot sort of milf mom, and she's got her kids in line, and her husband's having a beer. You know, it's like ten in the morning, the guy's having a beer, but whatever. I guess his life's good. So. Uh, then behind me, there's like a mother that's like way over her head, bro. Like she's got two two daughters. They're screaming. They're like ripping things, throwing things. One of them won't stop crying and screaming. And of course, I'm an idiot, so I don't have headphones. I don't have anything. I'm just sitting there. It was pure freaking hell. And then like right out of a movie, man, the little girl behind me came. She starts kicking like the back of the chair. <laughs> so... This little girl, I swear to God, she was like two years old. She's kicking me in the back. So um, finally, I sort of give the mother a dirty look, and then I give the mother a dirty look to care. So finally, Cab, I just look over at this little girl, and I point my finger at her. <laughs> I gave her like a really mean sort of look, man. She looked like she saw a ghost, man. She didn't kick that uh, chair for the rest of the freaking trip. <laughs> it, was funny. it was pretty funny. I got... Uh, I got I got to the little girl, so then I get here, and uh, I knew, Cam, I knew as soon as I rolled into the hotel, I was going to have a problem. Um, I booked this place. It was too classy, essentially. I was like, holy crap, it's right on the ocean front. It's like, you know, four-star, five-star type place. So I go in. They're all nice at first. 
I tell them, yeah, I booked on Expedia. I've got uh, three nights here. And, um, you know, it's all good. And then they don't like my uh, prepaid credit card at all. And I'm like, well, whatever. What do you care about the prepaid credit card or not? Exactly. You know? It's still money. I already it's paid for, you know, yeah, the room's paid for. And I said, you want a yeah, deposit? I'll give you a deposit cash right now. And I don't know what the chick's accent was, man. You know, like I said, I'm in a weird, different place now. So, I don't know. She sounded like she was, like, from, like, Lithuania or something. I don't know, man. It's like an Eastern European chick. She was actually hot. She's like the manager that? Of, of the hotel. And so I, I tell her, listen, you know, I don't care. I'll, you know, I'll give you a couple hundred bucks instead, whatever. And uh, she just goes right into, no, can't help you, sorry, and walks away. So um, I demanded to see the fucking manager. So, of course, the manager, my language there, I'm getting upset. <laughs> uh, I, I asked to, <laughs> I said, I see the manager. The manager is her. Then I'm like, I'm getting pissed. Then I'm like, you know what? I want the owner. Like, who runs this? Like, what, what chain is this? You know, it's like a place is called the uh, Atlantica. So I'm like, what chain is this? I want to speak to someone in charge for real. So uh, they actually got some corporate guy. Showed up like 20 minutes later. Like he actually drove there from their office and stuff. <laughs> Lives down the street. <laughs> yeah, so I figured, I figured, wow. They said uh, the general manager of the property is uh, is on his way right now to uh, rectify the situation. So I had a seat in the lobby and I figured, well, if the general manager's driving in to rectify the situation, that means whatever, I'm going to check in in a minute, you know, and I'll just You're pay cash to- for the deposit. Dude, I'm sitting there peacefully. I'm sitting there peacefully. Guy shows up, comes up to me, and uh, just goes right into, uh, excuse me, sir, uh, you're going to have to leave the property. Not even like a, you know, what happened, what's going on. And I'm like, what do you mean I got to leave the property? I said, I already booked uh, my room here. And uh, he's like, oh, well, sir, uh, you were very, very rude to our staff. And the thing is, I, I never swore I wasn't rude to the staff. All I said is, listen, I want to speak to the owner of this place or the the, the head president or whatever. And, uh, yeah, so the guy comes, like, you got to leave the premises. And uh, then I said, or what? And, and um, <laughs> then the guy sort of, like, stood towards me. I like it. This is like Halifax. Welcome to Halifax. Yeah, well, so then the guy's like, he's an older dude. Yeah, he's an old, he's an older dude, and he's like, he thinks he's like uh, Jay Peterman from Seinfeld or something. Like the guy's all dressed like, you know, like he thinks he's whatever. Going to a safari. And uh, I even know his name. His name was uh, David Clark. I'm gonna get this Pretty. guy. I swear to God, I think I'm gonna prank call this hotel for the rest of my life. There's a lot of David Clarks out there. Pretty popular name. Oh, of course. Hey, and he sort of had like that sort of half British Canadian accent and stuff. Hello. Real, real jerk off. Yeah. yeah. So he's like, uh, you're going to have to leave the premises right away. Uh, and he's like, you know, you were, I said, listen, I said, I don't know what you guys treat tourists like this. I said, I thought this was a friendly tourist town. I said, I booked my room. It's already paid for online. Like, well, what's the problem here? And uh, he's like, the problem is you were rude, rude to the manager. Rude to the manager. She was a bitch. So, you know, yeah, I was, you know, I, I gave her a dirty look. I didn't swear at her or anything. There was people around. Um, so he goes right into it. Then he sort of steps at me. 
And then I had like the concierge, some some loser hipster with like a beard and like uh, a kilt. He was wearing a kilt. <laughs> I guess that's the thing. Like, and it's funny because I was with a friend. I was with a friend that's from here. And she even said to me, she goes, that's so embarrassing. She goes, no one wears kilts here. Like, why, why, like, do they do this stereotype, like, kilt thing? Hipster in a kilt's, like, sort of giving me the eye. And the manager sort of, like, steps closer to me, like, sort of gets in my space. So I said, or what? And uh, then I said to him, and I started dropping F-bombs. And I said, you don't really want to get any freaking closer, Clark. <laughs> Clark. And, uh, yeah, then he goes, this is why you're not staying here. You're rude. And uh, I said, oh, I'm the one that's rude. And then I went in. I called him an a-hole. And uh, I guess I caused a scene in, in the parking lot outside uh, on the way out. <laughs> so <laughs> um, that's how my trip started, Cam. Yeah, and I got to tell you, off. man, it's freak. It's cold here. It's cold here. The ocean's here. Like, uh, yeah, And I'm right near the ocean. Like, the wind is blowing everywhere. There's no sun anywhere. It's, it's just cold as hell. So I don't have a hotel. I'm cold as hell. I got a radio show to do. I'm like, I'm thinking, ah, oh, that's just great. Like, the only reason I booked this uptight, snobby, bastard place was because I thought they would have good internet. <laughs> so, yeah. see, this is the sacrifices I make for the Fantasy Sports Network. Oh, you're and making, then, you're uh, making Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, and then I can't even check in. And I'm like, that's just great. But I've been down this road before. And like I said, I'm not drunk or anything either. So it's not like it's a big panic. So I was like, no, so I was like all right, whatever. I'm going to be honest with you, Marenzi. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, I, yeah, I, no, I, I, didn't, I didn't yell I at your guy. I didn't, I, I wasn't rude to the lady, you know, yeah. and, um, and uh, you know, hey, it, it, is, it is what it is. But we found a secondary spot that's quite as, uh, not quite as roomy. Uh, but I tell you what, their internet connection is a pretty damn good, actually. And uh, they even have an Ethernet internet connection if needed. But uh, I got to go and uh, find an Ethernet cable uh, then, which will be like my 13th cable that I brought bought for this show. Yeah, you bring up uh, good points, Marantz. I'm going to say that this Ethernet cable, as we were speaking, I could tell things went out for a bit. Boom, we pop it back in. So it has been proven. I'm telling you where we are. You need that Ethernet cable. It is the final line of defense of uh, any any problem, buddy. I, I can't believe this is happening in Halifax. These are supposed to be the nicest people in the world, and you, you, you get a guy in a kilt and, and Mr. Clark. I don't like the way this trip's starting. No, no, it was, wasn't a great start, uh, but... Uh... Uh, basically, we're kicking it at like a student uh, residence now. <laughs> hostel, hostel, hostel. Yeah, yeah, student. No, no, it's not, 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 not a hostel, not a hostel. It's the uh, the student. Like, there's actually students and stuff doing work on their oh, laptops, nice. like a common yeah, area good. and stuff. Yeah, so you yeah. Got so. IT guys. you got IT guys around you, buddy. If they got a students there, they got to have a great Wi-Fi signal. You got to believe, right? Yeah, these guys they, they still wanted 300 cash deposit. Like they're, they're big on their deposits here. I know. <laughs> I got to tell you, Cam. My boots, my Nike boots that I'm wearing, is oh, worth more than like anything in this room. I don't know what like the deposits for. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they should be giving you an Ethernet cable with check-in. I got to tell you though, Marenzi, I, 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 I'm actually shocked. Like, so what happens then? Okay, you prepaid at the other place on the card. They better refund your damn card. Like, if the guy's kicking yeah, you out of the hotel, did. you see, like, what he did. Okay. Good, yeah, yeah, good, they good. did. It was uh, it was Expedia. Yeah, so since I didn't, 
Whew. Since I didn't check in, Expedia didn't uh, didn't take the money. You know what I mean? Yeah. Do you have to pay a fee for booking with them and they no. cancel it? Oh wow, that's amazing then, man. Who cares then? It's perfect. No, I, I could have called I could I could have called Expedia and they probably would have helped me. Like uh I've always booked through Expedia, so I'm a member there. I get their their points and all that type of crap. And uh anytime I've had a problem, Expedia is pretty actually pretty good. Like they would have said, All right, just go to this hotel or they would have you know, they would have worked with me, but I happen to have a ride. Uh, April, a uh, hockey chick. Great, uh, great nice. chick, nice. Uh, great girl. And, I know an April. Um, yeah, was, she's really oh, saved me. Nice. Aprils are always nice, Moretz. If you ever meet a girl named April, you're in for a good, good time. April, Aprils have always been good to me. Always. Yes. Yeah, Donald Trump's not a fan of uh, April Ryan, though. That April. You know, the, the reporter <laughs> April. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Hey, my Aprils are good, buddy. My Aprils are great. All right, uh, so, yeah, if you're tuning in, basically, listen, we're doing the best that we can uh, right now. Um, if there's a little glitch uh, here or there, uh, we ask that you please bear with us, like the dude in Seinfeld uh, when uh, Costanza wanted his car. We ask that you please bear with us. Sounds clear, though. Bro. Mark Lawrence is going to join us to talk some NBA, Major League Baseball, Game Time Decisions continues. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there, where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Shout out to Big Willow on Twitter. Will on the radio. Will on the radio. Thank you, Sports Rage, for telling everyone on your radio show about the horrible treatment you received at uh, the Atlantic HFX. I'll make sure never to stay there or any of their hotels, nor family, nor friends. Good. Like I said, yeah, they're uptight jerks over there, and I was nothing but polite, like I said. I I walked in there. I was willing to pay the $180 a night or whatever, $168 a night and polite and uh yeah they were just rude 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 from the get-go you know they reminded me of cam remind me of like um once i was in a hotel in uh in hull gatineau and very rude there too like i'm we're out of our element cam like yeah we're big city dudes and like they were put off like when i walked in you would have thought like sasquatch walked in the way they, they looked at me when i walked into the hotel to begin with <laughs> songs the beef jerky no jack links yeah, no, I, I don't understand what's going on there, but uh, it used to be a friendly town. But I'll tell you, a lot of people are uptight these days, Marancy. It's not the way it used to be. I used to travel out east, uh, gone to Newfoundland, The Rock, but uh, I'm disgusted. No, everybody I, I else has been very friendly. Everyone yeah, just else, the hotel this, this, uh, this hotel, yeah, everyone else has been uh, been uh, been very friendly. So, 
So, of course, we're here on per- for the purpose of um, uh, we're doing some uh, – we were supposed to rehearse for a full week and stuff, but that fell through. So uh, we got a couple of Homicide shows. My metal band Homicide uh, is playing. And uh, none of us – we all live in different cities, so only one guy in the band actually is from Halifax. And so he's he's got his place, but um, he's like um, – he's moving into like a new house or something like that. So it, you know, and in places like this, families all live together. So I guess he's living with his, like his parents. And so the band can't stay there. I wouldn't have stayed there anyways, but the other two dudes wanted to. So I told him they can keep to pay 80 bucks a night. Gabe, everyone in the control room wants to know what you do in the band. Are you the singer? Yeah. I'm the singer and guitarist. Yeah, he sings and plays. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, look up Florio. <laughs> Just go on Respectful. YouTube right now. You can even play it right now on the air. I won't sue for copyright. <laughs> but uh, if you just get, you put homicide, homicide Morenci. It's like killing me. Homicide Morenci. You'll see it, uh, my band will pop up. So, see, so get this. So the drummer just calls me. He's like, listen, he's like, uh, can those guys stay in your room? I'm like, my room is 80 square feet, bro. <laughs> oh, do we have Mark Lawrence here? I think he's on. Yeah. No, oh, he's I'm here. sorry. All right. We, got, we have Mark Lawrence. All right. My bad. <laughs> there it is. Yeah, that's us. There you go. Just cranking it out. Poor Mark Lawrence. Now we're exposing him to homicide. Sorry, Mark. We started a quick story here. I'm on the road. I'm wearing a $2 headset here. Mark Lawrence joins us. How you doing, Mark? I'm doing terrific, Gabe. Uh, I'm enjoying the music. I have to say that, first and foremost. Uh, I'm not a big me- uh, metal band guy. Uh, is, let me ask you a question. Is is the group Disturbed um, considered a metal band group? Do you know? Y- yes. They're very, very good Disturbed. And I'm sure you're asking about... Because of their picking of the uh, sounds of silence, right? Exactly. You know that. that to me, that's one killer song. And I suggested to the uh, to the executive directors of the Game of Thrones that the season ends this year, and when they end this year, I suggested that they play the sounds of silence by Disturbed to go out on. I just think it fits perfectly into the theme of Game of Thrones. Yeah, what a powerful vocalist. Remember, oh, Gabe, when we were there, this is actually bringing back great memories, Mark. When we just started Red Heat and uh, Rage Game Time Decisions, Gabe and I were watching the Olympics were on, and there was a couple from France doing this that song, uh, that version of that rock song. And me and Morenzi were almost like in tears. It was so beautiful. It was like it was actually like minutes before the show, too. We were like, wow, man, that song. Remember that, Gabe? That was a wicked, wicked afternoon. Like, that figure skating duo rocked that song hard. It was beautiful. Yeah, great, uh, great song. It deserves a very good uh, band. You know, Mark, most of Disturbed songs are sort of like, you know, heavy metal. But Disturbed have become known for doing uh, cover versions. Like they do um, Land of Confusion by Genesis. Um, they do that song Shout by Tears for Fears. So they've, they've, they've done a good job over the years of like sort of grabbing a sort of rare pop song and, and, and putting their own spin on it. And they're, they always end up uh, with some big hits. So... Uh, so, Mark, uh, speaking of big hits, um, the sports books uh, took a big. Uh, they don't want to take a big hit. It's amazing, man. The Golden State Warriors won 125, minus 135 to win the title. 
They win one game, and then suddenly it's just through the freaking roof, man. It's it's unbelievable. I haven't really seen a price jump like that after one night before, Mark. I can't recall. It's crazy. It's unbelievable, but I think it's justified just given the sense that what do you have now? You have a four. Uh, you're down to a six-game series, and you're going to ask Houston to beat Golden State four times in six games, which is practically next to impossible. Any team to do that, and suddenly their home court is taken away from Houston as well. So they know that if they it, when they reprice this series, it's going to be nothing but Golden State money. That's the reason you're seeing this big jump in the series price. And, Mark, take a look at the, the just the line in itself. Like, what a lack of respect. We all watched the first game. Golden State, basically, they toyed with these guys at the end. Houston, yeah, they hit a couple of shots. They're still down. They end up losing by 13, yet this line opens at one and one and a half, and now we're seeing Houston, too. So, I don't know, man. It's 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 one of those things that, sure, Houston can win at home if they're going to win one game, but I don't like betting against the Warriors getting points. It's a recipe for disaster. It is. You know, you take a look at the series, just what the way Golden State has dominated Houston. They beat them 21 of the last 26 times they played. They were dogs six times in those games. They won every game straight up as an underdog. They just dominate this basketball team. They dominated everybody else in the NBA playoffs. It would be real, real difficult to line up with anybody, I think, other than Golden State in this game tonight. You know, it's an incredible uh, – yeah, it's not a stat. It's just a fact that uh, – Kevin Durant is you've only lost three playoff games. Like they're just they're just too good. You know, they they really yeah. are. They're just they're just they're just too freaking good. And I tell you, I tell you, Mark and Cam, they didn't really even play great, really. Like the first exactly. the first half, the first quarter, they were disinterested. Not disinterested, but Houston, it was like a fight, like uh, Mark, like a boxing match where Houston came out and they're hitting threes and body blows and punched to the face and and then, boom, Houston played about as well as they could, and it was still tied at the half. And then Golden State just can flick that switch all the time, guys. This is it, though, tonight for Houston. I mean, sort of like last night with the Tampa Bay Lightning in hockey, you know, you're going to get their best effort. I imagine, Mark, you get the best effort tonight from Houston. I'm just not sure if their best effort is actually enough. I don't know if it'll be enough either. It's Golden State we're talking about here, not another opponent. And, uh you know, right now they appear to be uh, the Golden State basketball team that we've seen the last two years that have dominated in these playoffs. The other question is, uh, is are the Cleveland Cavaliers able to step up right now and uh, answer the bell? Because that's must win for them Saturday at home against Boston. They priced the game accordingly, six and a half Cleveland here. But, you know, the bottom line, LeBron James of back-to-back losses back to the wall. It's going to be a big, big game for the Cleveland Cavaliers. And Mark, are you ready to lay that number, Cam? No, that's the thing. And I was going to tell you guys, this is the exact same scenario with Philadelphia. And there was a, oh, Boston, whatever. Like, we looked at the eight and a half points, and we're like, we're taking Boston. And boom, like, they actually can win the game outright. I know, Mark, Cleveland's going to be a desperate team. But look at the line discrepancy there. Like, even if Cleveland wins, I think it's tight. If it goes up to seven points for Boston and a team that's won both games, these guys have been disrespected throughout the playoffs. And all they do is win, cover, Money line and put money in people's pockets. I'm not stepping in front of the Celtics. These guys are look like a team possessed, and they're a great dog. I can't blame you for being uh, afraid to step in front of Boston. It's been Brad Stevens' show here throughout the playoffs here, and that Rodney Dangerfield aspect about this basketball team, this lack of respect that they get. But I'm going to say this in this game, this one game in particular, uh, what you have working with LeBron James is he has been absolutely fantastic in the postseason in his career with three or more days of rest. He's 24-3 and three straight up in those games. 
and uh, beat, beat the spread 17 times to the number there. So I think the rest is going to serve him well. The other side of the coin is Boston. While they're cooking right now, especially playing good in the role of underdogs, Brad Stevens in his career as an underdog is only 11-14 and 14 to the spread. Almost all the money he's won has come this year. Interesting. Um, and Brad Stevens is uh, getting praised as an ex-Red Arbach. Uh, right now um, <laughs> by NBA uh, basketball observers. Uh, guys, one thing I've noticed, and I've been on the short end of it because I like to bet NBA overs, and, you know, it, it's frustrating because I was on the Boston Celtics in both games. So I had Boston in game one. I had Boston in game two. Yep. I also had the over in game one, and I had the over in game two. I don't know how that freaking game stayed uh, under. Uh, uh, went st- I don't know how that game went under last night. I don't know how it didn't get there and get over. Well, I do because Cleveland just fell apart in the fourth quarter of play. But we saw how sharp the number was, Mark, in game one of the total of the Houston game as well. Houston and Golden State was 224, 224 and a half, 225, 225 and a half, depending on when and where uh, you bet it and finish at 225. The fact of the matter is Houston and Golden State guys have been an under – it's been an under series um, when they play each other. People sort of have the perception all the time, well, these two teams, they both can score – uh, but the last 11 times that the uh, the Rockets and the Warriors have played, it's actually stayed under eight of those 11 times. And interesting as well, Golden State now 4-1 and one to the under on the road uh, this year, guys, in the playoffs. You know what's interesting here, Gabe, is uh, what you're alluding to is uh, what wins in the playoffs, and that's defense. And defense means almost always low-scoring games to better teams that win basketball games. So you, know, you might get an overscore, uh, a big, large score in a contest, and maybe there might be an adjustment made. But the bottom line, throughout the course of a seven-game seven series in the NBA playoffs, in the conference finals and in the playoffs, there's a lot of value to the under if you can make that case. And, Mark, I, I know what I've noticed, too, and you, and you know this, you're, you're playing the games, you're betting the games. And, Gabe, you've seen this. We're losing, you're losing game by a half point, by one point. And I'll tell you, more people will take the over because they want to see the fun, freestyle, ooh, three-pointers, teams not playing any defense there. It's funny. When it's been between that half point and one point, I think the over player has been absolutely burned where the guys who play the under just wipe off the sweat and go, wow, man, we won by half a point. Because you know, Mark, more people, it's, kind of, it's like runs in baseball. People like betting overs because it's fun. We want to see lots of scoring and lots of action, right? Well, you know, the, the overs are what uh, is what brings people to the table. Like you say, they, the reason being that uh, number one, you know, they want to see a lot of uh, a lot of action, but number two, they can cash that ticket before the game is over. You, you bet an yeah, under, exactly. you have to sweat that thing out until the final horn sounds, and people don't like having to do that. They like to have that money in their pocket before the final buzzer sounds. Like you said too, Kev, people like to cheer, right? They don't like to be that negative. I like yeah, being I'm the just... negative guy and betting an under. Yeah, you know, bet, bet an NFL under and just like punt the ball. Yeah, yeah, great defense, great defense. <laughs> I'm that guy, Gabe. You know me. I'm that guy. I'm like no points here, baby. Lots of punts. So, what do you think? Uh, what do you think of the Cleveland Cavaliers uh, here, Mark? Are, did you buy back the uh, the Cavs at the series price at all right now, just uh, for for the sake of it because of the number? Well, I played Boston to win the series uh, when they opened the series number up. I thought they made the wrong team favorite in the series. 
And because I did that, I'm not going to give away what what was a good position here right now. Uh, I could probably end up hedging the play by coming back with Cleveland a little bit here, but I'm more satisfied with the number that I bought. But, you know, if you're looking for value in a series, in a situation, it would behoove you to look at the Cleveland Cavaliers in a buyback. Mark Lawrence with us, playbook.com. Uh, and I can't wait for uh, Mark Lawrence's uh, Sports Data University uh, launch and uh, as well as the, uh, the world-famous playbook um, football, college and uh, pro football uh, preview magazine. And I know he's uh, working hard on it uh, already. So, Mark, let's talk a little, uh, let's talk a little baseball uh, right now. One of a team that's been putting money in people's pockets, and uh, I'm, a, I'm a fan of, uh, of this uh, baseball team and how they're playing. I like the, the mix of young guys, a couple of vets in there. They got some uh, pitchers with a chip on their shoulder. Um, the Atlanta Braves, Chicago Cubs and Atlanta Braves. You write about this game over at uh, Covers.com today, Mark. Yeah, interesting baseball game. The Braves, like you say, they gave it been uh, really, really surprising money makers this season here. And the Chicago Cubs are being priced, I think, by a lot of name and reputation for what they've done in the past. And you're looking at Chatwood here for the Cubs. I mean, my goodness, the kid has never hurled well against Atlanta in his career. Uh, he's made two starts in Atlanta. He's lost both of them. You also take a look here at the visitor when he's been the visiting team in this series. He's dropped five in his career, five straight. You look at what the Cubs have not done this year. When they're on the road in game two of a series, five times, five losses. I'm going to stay at home with the Braves with you. I think the Braves are the better baseball team and playing the better baseball right now. I was going to tell you guys, I was just looking at the board for the night action, guys, and you know what? I'm not going to take a bet against Chris Sale, but Boston minus 275. Mark, I'll tell you something. These money burners, like the Indians minus 240 when Carrasco's on the hill, and Boston, Oakland's going in there, and with these pooches, you're not just getting plus 150. You're getting, you know, plus 240, plus 220. Some serious, serious underdogs coming through in baseball early. And uh, these teams that's supposed to win, hey, it just doesn't happen. Baseball is one of those things you got to stay, stay the course, bet the pooches. Well, you know, there's there's good numbers here for sale here today, but you know something, Cahill is in pretty good form for Oakland here right now. Uh, he's really commanding with his walk to strikeout ratio, and you know, Boston going to have to really step up to the plate to deliver. I'm with you. When you look at any prices that are two dollars and over, you have to make the case for the underdog or get out of the game. And we're going to end up seeing here shortly here, guys, they're going to have seen the New York Yankees start being priced as $3 favorites. You might see Severino coming in at $4 sooner than later. Unbelievable. But when you see situations like that, make the case for the dog or get out of the game. Mark Lawrence says make the case for the – I like that, Mark. Yes. Make case for the dog or get out of the game. <laughs> like, out of the way. <laughs> out of the way. Um, uh, all right, we've got a couple of minutes uh, left here, but light tonight guys in major league a ton of afternoon action if you want to bet tonight the dodgers and you got walker bueller on the hill here mark and holy crap on in the next segment me and cam will go over the market watch we haven't done a little while but we'll check in and see uh just how much money the dodgers have cost people I, i'm willing to bet it's nearly two thousand dollars now in the season <laughs> bueller tonight against uh smith uh man what do you make of the just keep fading this dodger team right now mark I think you have to. Uh, they're not playing anywhere near good baseball right now, and Caleb Smith has been a surprise for the Marlins. He's one of these pitchers, again, that's a nice walk-to-strikeout ratio form. Uh, Dodgers' name and reputation here until they can turn things around. Again, you got to make the case for the pooch. 
Hey, guys, I think we got a pitching change in that one, too. Hernandez going for uh, the Marlins instead of uh, Caleb Smith. But the Dodgers laying uh, 192 with Bueller. Your boy Bueller, Marenzi, he's been absolutely stellar. And, uh, yeah, I got a feeling the Dodgers get it done tonight. Yeah, I had a feeling the Dodgers were going to get it done last night, too. (laughs) (laughs) I know. And the Red Sox. Same with the Red Sox. You're right, Kev. Well, remember I I said to you? I I like them both. I like them both, and I said, you know what? I don't want to play them both. I'd rather just parlay because if they lose, it's going to cost me the juice. So they ended up both losing. It was better off parlaying them. Exactly. That's what I'm going to do to Mark's point with these big favorites. Just take them if you like them, parlay them, because, man, if you lose, if you go 0-2 with those minus 240s, it's a recipe for disaster betting baseball. And you already gave me the warning, buddy. I got to get off it. So, uh, yeah, let more dogs, less favorites, or parlays. Yeah, Hernandez is in. Uh, Smith yeah. is out. Hernandez in for the uh, the Marlins tonight. Like I said, light night uh, in baseball tonight. Four games, Dodgers, Marlins, Athletics, Red Sox, Cubs, Braves, we talked about, and then the Astros uh, and the Ooh, Angels. Good. Kind of a short short price mark, uh, Verlander, minus 135 on the road. Are you biting? Yeah, well, Verlander, I, I, Verlander has been pitched absolutely outstanding for Houston with that terrific staff they have, but I'm going to throw one note of caution out there. He really struggles. Uh, he's not very good in the month of May. Last eight starts away from home in the month of May. He's lost seven times, Verlander has. So be careful there. I mean, this wow. is not his best time of the year. And also, keep an eye on the scoreboard here, guys. We call this out in the coffee club this morning here. Bartolo Colon at Seattle today. He's made a living in his career in Seattle. He's 15-1 and one in his last 16 starts in Seattle. He's scoreless right now in the fifth inning as we're talking here. We'll see whether or not he can continue that hex. Wow, sounds like me and Camp should jump in right now on the Rangers then. (laughs) (laughs) In in game wagering, it's all even, and it's all Bartolo Colon's numbers, yes. Love the in-game right now. Thanks, Mark, for the time. Always a pleasure. Mark. And my pleasure, guys. Enjoy the games, and I'll check out that Disturbed, uh, that shout song that you mentioned here with the heavy metal group. And also, I will also be homicide by Marenzi today. Always a pleasure. Yeah, check it out. You You might scare the missus. You might scare Mrs. Lawrence, but... Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Download it now to your phone. We promise no weird viruses, no strange tracking things. Just 24 hours a day, seven days a week of pure fantasy knowledge dropping all over your head. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Stop being a weirdo and streaming it online. Get it on your phone. Take it with you everywhere you go. Sound like Beavis and Butthead now. That's a great show, Beavis and Butthead. Actually, I enjoyed Beavis and Butthead. It was it was a great show. It's like all those old cartoons, buddy, all ahead of their time. I, I told you, when I'm not watching sports, I'm watching Simpsons reruns of Beavis and Butthead, like South Park. Just stuff that'll make you like some of these shows that are on today. It's just they, they, they suck so hard, man. That's why that's why uh, Portuguese Joe, he just watches uh, hockey and CNN. Marenzi, he's he's done with the uh, regular TV, done with it. The uh, the guitarist of my band Homicide, he reminds me of Beavis. They're, they're very, very similar. Um, yeah. So I was telling the story with Mark Lawrence and poor Mark was on hold there with us. But that was so we're talking about the rooms sure. here. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I realized five minutes in, I'm like, holy crap, we got Mark Lawrence on hold. Uh, <laughs> With homicide in the background. So, uh, awesome. Yeah, it's gold. Um, <laughs> so I've got a room here. It's actually not bad. Nice, clean place. Small, very small, but, you know, it's like a student uh, residence type place. Um, so I'm telling the guys in a band, you know, so we got the other two dudes and they just rolled in. And the drummer tells me that um, he found them a room for $50 a night, and they scoff. They think it's too expensive. 50 bucks is like, a steal. Like, yeah, no kidding. It's a Dalhousie <laughs> University. It's, so they'll be on, like, the student, like, dorm type thing. And it's 50 bucks a night. The students aren't there, so whatever. Like, it's, you know. So, um the last resort that they have, our drummer actually, and it's funny, I just spoke to our drummer, and he's like, I don't know what these guys, they're grown men, like, just rent a damn room. Like, they're asking him if they can stay at his friend's house. They're like, why don't you just ask your friends if we can stay there? And it's like, because you're 50, you're, you're 49-year-old grown men, man. Like, you want to stay at strangers' house for anyways. Exactly. So... <laughs> They're too cheap to spend the 50 bucks for Dalhousie, Cam. So this is the, this is what they're seriously going to do. Now, I don't know if they're going to really go through with this because I just told them it's pretty cold, man. But uh, our drummer hooked them up with a boat. <laughs> a boat. Houseboating. A boat. Houseboating with yeah, homicide. So, no, it's like a sailboat. So it's not even like oh. it's not like no, uh, some like with a, with a kitchenette and all that. No, no, no. Like they uh, can sleep on a oh. boat docked. Like it's not like yeah, it's a sailboat. Like basically they can sleep on the sailboat if they want in the ocean and uh like docked and and he asked me the guy he goes, "Are you going to stay with us there?" And I said, "No. I need to do my show." And he's like, "What? The boat doesn't have Wi-Fi?" <laughs> like it's like, no, the boat doesn't have Wi-Fi. You're on a sailboat. So right now, right before the show, I'm talking to him. And I said, listen, dude. I said, you're an idiot. Just pay the stupid $50. We're even making 500 a show, like per homicide show. So I said, dude, we're getting $1,000 for two nights. Like, just spend $50 to stay in this stupid room instead of sleeping on a boat outside. And uh, he's like, no, no, you know, it's not, it can't be that cold. Then he asked me, he's like, do you think there's a space heater on the boat? It's like, he doesn't get it. It's a sailboat, bro. There's no, it's like, no space. You can get a sleeping bag and sleep on the boat. Like, that's that. <laughs> what a dog's breakfast you're dealing with right now. I got to tell you, Marcy, too. Do- oh, docked yeah. on the side, even with the choppy waves and stuff. That's a de- you can't pay. You can't pay enough money to not be in that situation. I told you, I got a buddy. I was going to call Kitchener Ray last week, and I'm stuck in Cambridge. Like, I'm outside of town. My idiot buddy, fast uh, not fast talking, Mike Big Mike didn't show up because, ooh, he's an Uber driver. He had to pick up a family from Buffalo. We know he's a stiff. He never shows up. Everybody's got that friend. Oh, yeah, I'll be there. He's never there. $162 Uber. That's the thing. Like, you said it. We're grown men. I'm not getting in. The, hey, can I have some a blanket and sleep at your house? Like, once you're over, like, 30, you can't be doing that stuff anymore. You can't. No sleepovers. Unless it's a female, no sleepovers. That's my rule. No, it's, yeah, you're exactly right. Look, last time we played in Homicide in Montreal, I had two dudes sleeping on the floor in my, my hotel room. And it was a small room. But this time, I've, I've literally got 80 square feet. That's what this room is. It's 80 yeah, feet. They're not going. You're, they're not staying in your room. You're, and, and that's another thing. Like, these guys it's don't a little get larger than a prison cell. 
It's just a little larger than a prison cell. <laughs> cleaner, though. It's cleaner than a prison cell, just a little bit bigger. <laughs> Buddy, I'm here. I got I got guys moving in boxes of coffee. Like, I, I'm upstairs in this coffee shop alone, and I, I don't even know. Like, there's people I don't even know walking in, walking out, making deals, soft serve machine, like. Wow, what an adventure we're living right now, buddy. Best of luck. Yeah, don't let those guys come to your prison cell. It's not happening. So, um, so you know how to make soft soft serve ice cream? Uh, now it's not that's good. Uh, not tell you something, Lorenzi. It's not easy. It's not what. It's a definitely not what I anticipated. There's a way. It's way harder than you think. Also, the the machine that comes out, like we have a, it's a custom machine. It has to get really chill, or else it comes out as liquid. So you got to get that beautiful swirl, right? It, it's a patience game. I'm telling you, like. I thought we were just going to pour in the pour in the stuff, but you got to get an industrial blender. You mix it all up so it gets all fluffy. You put it in a big bowl. I put it in the top of the thing, and it's got to chill for like 15, 20 minutes at least. Like I thought you just turn on, hit the button, it gets cold. It's not like that at all, man. Soft serve, is a, it's a waiting game. And I got to tell these turkeys, I told them, I go, your fridge isn't big enough. Because you, when you get people coming in in the summer and they want treats, you can't do it with one bin. Like you have to have four or five ready to go, or else you're going to be out of business. But you get you can't wait forty minutes for a damn ice cream cone. Anyway, I'm running the show now, buddy. I'll tell I, I tell them what's going on. <laughs> yeah, look, I'm going to come down. We'll do the show. Uh, it's worth it for me if I get free ice cream. I'll hang out. Uh, oh yeah, Chris, for the day. Chris so let's do, let's do the market watch. Yeah, market watch. Let's talk about the market watch for sure. Yeah, so I said the Dodgers have easily burned $2,000. How much money do you think the Dodgers have burnt so far this year? It's actually astronomically high, man. It's insane how much they've, they've I'm, lost. Top of my head, $100 units. I'm going to say $2,270. I'd say it's a good ballpark, but even even more. They've, they're down $2,691. Oh they've only played God. 41 games. That's hard to be down $2,700 playing 41 games only. Like, think if you were betting, that's $100 better. Imagine, like, guys, like, you know someone's done it, like, betting nickels and dimes and trying to get it back and, oh, they won't lose this game. Like, there's people in L.A. that are probably getting their legs broken, Cam, because of this Dodgers team. Oh, definitely. And that's the thing we talked about with Mark, and I, I think we fall into that same trap, buddy, like, it's funny. We give people amazing advice, and but a lot of the time we don't practice what we preach, and I'm guilty of it too. Like when you're on tilt and things aren't going well, you know, I'm looking for ways of easy wins. Like, ooh, I'll take the Red Sox or I'll take the Dodgers, and it doesn't work like that, Marenzi. You know, like look at look at look, look what's going on. Like Oakland is plus 200 every game. They beat in Boston those games. The Dodgers are losing games. The Arizona Diamondbacks were were heavy favors in a lot of those games. So you're, when you really break this stuff down, and a great point, man. Like you look at teams like Atlanta. Like look at Atlanta. Short prices at home. We want to go through them. I know we'll go through the whole board, but 25 and 16 right now and up 1,241 units for people who play the Atlanta Braves 100 a game. And that's a team that's getting it done with veterans and young guys. And that's what we want to do. It's very, very hard. Like look at Houston, for example. These guys are 10 games above 500. You're down 300 bucks. The favorites in baseball, because when you see a great pitcher, man, you're not getting them at 150. You're getting them at 220, 240, 280. Like that's the problem. So Stick to the course, buddy. We got to take our own advice, man, because uh, I'll tell you, betting these favorites in baseball is a recipe for uh, to be broke. Yeah, you look at the end, a weird anomaly, too. You mentioned Chris Sale tonight. I, I wouldn't trust it. I, and even though you're right, you just can't do it. We got to get smarter. I think about Dave Alinsky and not just, yeah. well, the Dodgers should win tonight. You got to say to yourself, you can't lay minus 192 with a team that never wins. Walker Bueller's good. 
whatever, man. Alex Wood is good too, and they lost, right? Like they they can't yep. hit, they can't they can't cash guys in with runners in scoring position. But a weird anomaly, and you mentioned it. Betting on big name teams isn't generally going to automatically make you money. You look at the Oakland Athletics cam; they're twenty-one and twenty-one. Not bad, actually, for Oakland. So they're playing five hundred baseball. Yet they're playing the Boston Red Sox, and you know I've lost two nights in a row. I had that. I had the Sox two nights ago, and then last night I had them in the parlay. And you know people are going to smash sale again tonight. But you know, Cam, look at this: Oakland are now eight and three against the American League East this year. You get these weird anomalies, yeah. man. Like great calls. Know, just, baseball great is a call. weird sport, but so the Dodgers are down two thousand six hundred and ninety-one dollars. Like, nobody's even close to that. Oh, I know. Let's take a look. Let's take a look at the bottom feeders. The Cincinnati Reds are 14 and 29. You're only down 1196. It's still a lot. Then you take take a look at uh, other teams like that. The Chicago White Sox, brutal team. Uh, my, my, yeah, over 61 wins. Yeah, 10 and 29 right now. But they're 1646. And these guys are 19 games below 500. Then you take the Dodgers, nine games below 500, 2691. We talk about it. The Cleveland Indians, big favorites, Morency, another another team like that. Think about this. Wow. Cleveland, it's five hundred right now. Okay, eight and twelve away, four and six against the East, doing well. Ten and five against the Central, five and eight against the West, two and two in interleague play against the National League. Eleven hundred and eight dollars to the minus with a twenty-one and twenty-one baseball team. Can you believe so? That's Cleveland, and we talk. I, I, it's one of those teams, man. Like Kluber, Carrasco. You just look you with their starters and the bats. Like, Marenzi, I'm telling you, man, like, it, it's crazy. Like, we have to have a different approach. And you, you said it. Dave, Dave was a smart guy. He just didn't say, I'm taking a, a favorite because they're going to win. Him and Mark, you make the case for it with the database or the statistics. You, you just can't be throwing these things. And I, I got to admit, since I've been down, I've been throwing parlays together. And it's not really helping the situation because, you know what I mean? These big favorites aren't coming through. Uh, New York Yankees are one of the favorites that have been coming through, but they, yeah. you know they'll eventually go on a little bit of a losing streak. And even the Yankees, look, they're 16 games over 500, and you're only up 900 bucks. Um, so they're yeah. 28 and 12. They're up 932 dollars. Uh, Boston Red Sox, you're up 677 dollars. Uh, Blue Jays, you're down 110 bucks. Vince is down 100 <laughs> on the year. <laughs> yeah, uh, right. If you look at Vince, he bets every Blue Jay game 100 bucks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, your Cavs buddy Vince Vaughn uh, is a big Blue Jay backer. Uh, um, Tampa Bay, you're down 468 bucks. Baltimore Orioles have been money burners, but Baltimore are hitting the baseball better over the last week or so. But you're you are down 1537 dollars if you bet on every Baltimore Oriole game. You mentioned the Cleveland Indians. Talk about the Indians every year in this, in which game you're pretty much better off. I mean, I hate to say it like blindly, but. You're pretty much better off just betting against the Indians every day. Look, if you bet against the Indians every day, you're up eleven hundred. Uh, you're up eleven hundred bucks. Like, you can't make money betting the Indians. They're overvalued and they don't win enough to even it out. Like, it's been like this for years, Cam. Like, we're really missing out. Like on this, they're the one team where you just sort of like Mark Lawrence says. You know, you got to the clothespin, plug your nose. You know, close your eyes. <laughs> It's yep. tough to do and say, you know what, I'm going to bet against this good team every day. But the fact of the matter is the Cleveland Indians always lose money. Even when they win games, they're nine games over 500 and you're down 300 bucks with these guys. You said it, man. Take a look at the division. It's almost like if you want to take it one step further, you almost want to fade the central. The White Sox right now, six, minus 1646. 
The Royals with cheese, yeah, it's a nice sandwich, a horrible bet. Kansas City, 16 games below, minus $1,303. Detroit, actually a team that's turning it around, 19 and 23, four games under. You're up 207 bucks. But look, Minnesota even, you're down 204 bucks. And the Cleveland Indians, you said it with Chief Wahoo, down over 1100 Fade the Central. Houston Astros, 10 games over 500, and you're still down 300 bucks. Yeah, exactly. You know, the Astros over, that's, over that's value. What we get with the, those pitching staffs again. It's that's the thing about baseball, Gabe. You know, you you look at the Kershaw. It's it's Houston, the Dodgers, Cleveland. Like those are the teams. Like the, you know what I mean. Like they're not just you don't get them at the the one. Yeah, Houston favorite. Dodgers Indians. You're losing a lot of money. You're betting on those exactly. teams. <laughs> exactly, buddy. Exactly. So those are teams I'm gonna. You're down uh, like four thousand dollars between those three teams alone. Correct. Uh, so I know. H- it's- Houston's down minus three hundred one. The Angels have been money makers. They're up seven hundred and fifteen yep. bucks. Seattle, Seattle are up six hundred ninety one. But now Seattle without Robinson Cano for the long haul could be a problem. Cam and I took Seattle last night. Actually, so, you know I was on them and uh, went eleven innings. So we got lucky with that win. But losing Robinson Cano is really hurt. It's too bad for Seattle, is it? They lose Cano Cam because. The Mariners are one of these teams, man, that they're always sort of good. But I was yeah. thinking this could be the Mariners. They're going to go on the run. I mean, man, they've been in the playoffs since the Ken Griffey Jr. days of teams. No, they have it. But you brought a point guy, too. I'm like, oh, Snell's going to get done. You know, they pick Pant, Hanger, Otter, all these guys. And, you know, uh, Jack hit bombs. Like, you're looking up in their lineup. You're going, wow, they have a line out with Pat, a couple good arms. It's just one of those things. Look at that division. See, hate to say it. Angels are a better team. Houston, Houston's a better team. It's uh, when push comes to shove, Seattle's going to get there. No other for, for there. Without no. They're one of those teams. They're always good, We always want to beat them. But the Break your heart because you know down the they won't get it done. That's for them. I don't know if we'll see you sound muddled uh, there. I mean, we'll work on a break. Yeah. At least we got through one hour here, Kev. Yeah, no, I, I, the hard water's been great, man. I think it's, uh, it's absolutely fantastic. I'm sitting here alone. The, no, I can hear you, and Corey uh, was telling me we're pretty clear. But I'll read that, buddy. No problem. You don't listen to me. It's in Florio. Florio's the one. Maybe. listen to me, but Florio says I'll do. I got, buddy. Uh, so as we mentioned, yeah. 690 bucks. We'll continue the uh, we'll continue our kid walk on the other side. Game time is ready. Radio news. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Game Time Decisions. Level 2. Game Time Decisions. Fantasy Sports Radio Network. And uh, you know what, Cam? It was me. It wasn't you. It was me. I know, buddy. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you one thing. It's one of these things. I, I, I'm telling you, Marcy, and you know me and technology. I'll talk to George, but I got a good little setup here. I got the the headphone amp going. I got the little mini soundboard going. I still got the headset mic because uh, I use that other one. I'm going to tell you something. That mic plugged in. It's not the same way. The headset mic feels real. You feel like uh, 
We're in studio. I feel like we're back at Morency's studios looking at the bleak uh, people outside the bleak building. And, uh, yeah, it's, it still makes me feel at home, buddy. So uh, we're good to go. We're ready to rock. And I did some math for you, friend. Listen to this one, Morency. You're going to like this. If you were to bet, other than the Yankees that are making money when we're looking at the money watch, take a look at this at the market watch. If you bet every game $100 on the Cubs, the Houston Astros, the Cleveland Indians, and the Dodgers for very popular teams with a lot of chalk, you're out for over $4,500, $4,530 with $100 bets to start the year. You know what I mean? You're almost down five dimes just to start. And you talk about how baseball can creep up on you, and that's what happens a lot of the time, betting these uh, teams that are chalk. Well, you can bet against uh, these teams over at mybookie.ag. Right. Um, yes. If uh, you're finding uh, – Daily baseball DFS to be frustrating. Even though I had Gene Segura last night and uh, you have four stolen bases, but uh, nice. if you're finding um, if you're finding daily fantasy baseball to be frustrating because you know what, you know, that's it pisses me off too when I play basketball and I've got like seven guys are great, one guy sucks, and you get screwed. Um, uh, scene and uh, you just want to si- simply bet on the game or specifically as well uh, bet on the um, the uh, the Preakness. Uh, this weekend, um, uh, mybookie.ag's got a great uh, horse uh, book, uh, sports bet. Get a fifty percent sign up bonus. Just use the promo code GTD, GTD uh, promo code. Get a fifty percent sign up bonus over at uh, mybookie.ag. And mybookie, what's cool, Cam? They've got that prop builder going too, and you've seen a prop builder before. It's great stuff, man. You can you name your own prop, guys. So like, if you ever played a prop before. And, you know, you're like, all right, I think that, um, you know, I think that uh, LaShawn McCoy is going to rush for for over 100 yards. And, you know, let's yep. say the over-under is 100 yards, 99 and a half yards. And you're like, man, I think he's going to run for like 160 or something like that. And then he does, but it kind of sucks because you only get paid for, you know, it went over. You're but. Not- you're thinking, man, what could have I've gotten if I would have said he would have run for 160 yards? With the prop builder now, you can do that. So you can say, all right, the over-under is 97 yards uh, for um, for McCaffrey rushing this week. I think he's going to have like 122 yards. Classic example, I did it in the Super Bowl, if you remember. Remember, I was like uh, Tom Brady. The, uh, the completions for Tom Brady in the Super Bowl were like 28, 27 and a half. And if you remember, I said, man... He'll have at least 32 and a half, 35. Remember, we, and I didn't want to push my luck at 35. I bet the prop at, at 32 and a half, and I sailed over. But I bet the I bet the prop, I think I got like plus 225 or something, Cam, instead of just betting a single prop. That's what's good about the prop builder. You can actually uh, turn these props into uh, some nice uh, plus money, par, uh, nice uh, paydays. Great call. No, I was looking at my bookie, too. You've been uh, rocking the prop builder. It's smart. If you, if you think a guy's going to explode, you don't get paid for the single bet. As you said, you get the bonuses. I also like the way they do the top tens for golf. It's already there. Boom, it's in that section. I, I You said I went to the horses. I checked out the odds for the breakness are there. So, no, these guys are doing a great job. The, the site's nice and clean, too. I find a lot of these sites, Gabe, that I go on, too, uh, these fly-by-nighters that, you know, you look at it, and we're getting older. We, we don't need LASIK surgeries like the horse. <laughs> but I'll tell you, like, sometimes I look at you, and we're looking at the screen. At the end of the show, we're rubbing our eyes and stuff going, man, we need bigger fonts. Are we getting old? Uh, and like, I like that site, too. Nice and clean. Well, you remember when we were kids, they said, um, don't um, don't sit too close to the television, remember? Yeah, I used, always yeah, hear, don't I used sit to too close to the TV. 
Don't sit so close to the TV. Now that's all we do is sit close to TVs by staring face first into these stupid computers. Exactly. Like that, it's buddy. worse. Like my eyes, my retina, that's my biggest deal, Cam, at the end of the day. You know, and you know me, I do a lot of shows. I'm online all day. For me, the biggest thing is is looking at the computers. Like if I just, you know, talking to a mic is fine, but even now, I got to monitor this. I just got to the message from Florio. Step back from the mic. It's like I don't know. I don't know what I sound like. I can't tell. I'm in a hotel room. I'm wearing two dollar ninety nine set uh, headphones. <laughs> exactly. Like, but you know, it's pretty good though, Cam. I got to tell you, this is better than I thought it would be. To be honest. Yeah, yeah. No, when you told me uh, earlier before, and you're like, I know we had our meeting in your place before I went yesterday. I'm like, okay, and yeah, no, we got the cables, we got the system. I'm gonna tell you, buddy. You hook up an Ethernet cable there. Yeah, you're ready to go. Ten out of ten. I think things are good. No, you're right. And I don't know what it was. I used to go see the eye doctor and he told me, he goes, I actually gave, I was one of those guys with better than 2020 vision. You know, when they give you like, you can read the eye chart. I did it from the back of the room from there. I used to see golf balls in the river. I told you, I used to collect golf balls from the rich golfers at Mississauga, Credit Valley. Boom there. I'd see that. Ooh, I'd see a beautiful Titleist under a rock. Oh, by that snapping turtle's head. Huh? Just got to reach there. I used to get bags and bags and bags of golf balls. So now, just like you, brother, we finished that show. It's uh, I'm looking at my my girlfriend's like, man, your eyes are screwed. Like they're all red and purple and stuff. That's right. I can barely read the screen anymore. So uh, I don't know what happened. That perfect vision. It's down the tubes. Yeah, staring. Uh, too much gambling. Too much. Uh, <laughs> yes. Too much leaning in, picking uh, picking golfers. Cam, it's finally caught up. <laughs> it sure has, buddy. It sure. <laughs> it sure so, has. So. Um, we were talking with Mark Lawrence earlier about uh, about the Atlanta Braves. Just for the record, yeah. too, we were talking about the Athletics. The Athletics are up three hundred fourteen bucks. Texas Rangers, you're down four hundred nine dollars with the Rangers. So you're down four hundred bucks uh, with the Rangers. The Atlanta Braves. So Cam, the Atlanta Braves, you're up one thousand two hundred forty one dollars betting every game on the Atlanta Braves um, this year. The Philadelphia Phillies, a team that, if you remember, I was high on coming into the year. I like their win yeah. total to go over the it number. Like the uh, Love the Phillies. You know, Gabe Kapler was an idiot early, but you know he's he settled down at least. You know what I mean? He got a little crazy early. I think he overthought things. He's done a good job, just you know, staying out of the way right now. And um, they're up five hundred and ninety-eight dollars. The Washington Nationals, a hot baseball team. Um, you know, remember Cam? They were twelve and sixteen. This national team. So uh, the Nationals are twelve and two in their last. Uh, you know they're on a twelve and two run right now. They, they they've evened things up. They're down eleven dollars only. The New York Mets and uh, did I see that score correctly with the Mets today? What, what was it? Twelve uh, nothing. Oh, they're getting smoked. Yeah, the Blue Jays were up twelve nothing the last time I checked. There, it's uh, they got it done last night. Yeah, they're getting. What do you think of that, Florio? <laughs> and I'll tell you something about the Mets. Take, remember, Gabe, when we did the last market watch, remember? They were close to $1,000 up. Now very close to even, 43. So still two games above 500. But uh, those New York bookies are uh, getting some of their uh, monies back because I remember the Mets, we at the start of the year, we couldn't believe how, mu- how much money <laughs> they were making uh, their backers. But down to earth now, 43 bucks, almost at even. Yeah, yeah, bookies in, uh, bookies in Queens are very happy right now, Cam. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And the Marlins, look about the Marlins. Okay, this is a great example. This is a great example of baseball betting. Gabe, we're just going to look at Miami. Nine games below 500. 15 and 26 team. Nine and 14 at home. Six and 12 away. Brutal against their division. 
They're only down 138 bucks. You're nine games below, yet you're down 138 bucks because they're pooches all the time, right? And when they win, boom, you get that uh, plus money. So nine games below, only down a buck 38. That's pretty good. If, if you're betting the Marlins, you're not in too much trouble. Uh, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh Pirates, a team that, uh, you know, their total was only 72 and a half, Cam, 73 and a half, I think, 73, 72 and a half, uh, the total uh, for the Pittsburgh Pirates uh, coming into this year. Nice start to the season for the Pittsburgh Pirates. You know, Cam, with the Pirates, though, it might be a little bit deceptive. If you look, they're 10 and 3 within their division, which yep. that's and, not going to continue. And, and 10 and look, 2. 10 and 2. Yeah, yeah interleague play. So interleague play is going to come to an end. But still, nice impressive start for Pittsburgh. Um, you know, they're six sixty nine. You're up six hundred sixty nine dollars. You remember, I did like the Milwaukee Brewers a lot coming into this year too. Their win total was uh, eighty four and a half, and a lot of people were anti Brewers, thinking that they were overrated. They won eighty six games uh, last year. People questioned their pitching, uh, but here they are right now. They're up eight hundred and sixty four dollars. St. Louis Cardinals, you're up a hundred bucks. <laughs> Cubs, yep. Cubs. This is interesting, Cam. The Cubs are five games over five hundred, but you're down uh, four hundred twenty-nine dollars. Yep, they're part. They're part of the dangerous teams: Cubs, Astros, Indians, Dodgers. Minus forty-five hundred and thirty dollars with those teams. That's the thing, man. The, once again, big public teams, big favorites. Four or five games above, you're still down money because they're they're minus two hundred a lot of the games. So we got to stay away from these type of teams and. You know the Reds, Morency. Cam's Reds really struggling right now. 14 and 29. This team is brutal. Well, they've, they've actually gotten a little better. I mean, Cam, they did sweep yeah. uh, sweep the Dodgers. Yeah, they're still uh, down so, 1,200. Yeah, I, mean, I, I remember they were down like 1,700 before. They've actually shaved this down. But did you see Joey Votto's comments? Joey Votto hates Canada. <laughs> yeah, it's great. I know. I've been defending that guy for so long. He's the best player in Canada. One of the best players in Major League Baseball, God playing on that team. No, it's it's absolutely shocking. Now he's backtracking. Oh no, no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Just very, very odd. And uh, yeah, he actually apologized to uh, Paxton, the pitcher of the Mariners, too. He's like, what the what the hell are you doing, bud? But uh, anyway, I've always loved Votto, but uh, it's kind of it's pretty stupid if you ask me. I, I'm actually very, very surprised. He's usually a guy that doesn't talk out of his ass, but he did. Yeah, he really. Yeah, you know. Clear, listen, you and I have been there. I've said things. We've all been yeah. there. It is what it is. To me, he clearly feels, Cam, he clearly got screwed at some point by Canada baseball. You know what I mean? Yes. Yes. Like, so at some point, he was 14 or something, you know, 15, you know what I mean? At some point, someone in the Canadian baseball structure did something or didn't take them, and, you know, and it's coming out now as a grudge, but... It was just over the top, you know, like over the top. I mean, it really, you know, I don't give a, you know, I basically said, I don't give a shit if people in Canada are upset. Yep. said, I'm hardly Canadian anyways. I'm, I, I live in, you know, I don't even live there. You know, Canada baseball didn't make me good. They didn't do anything for me. Like he really, and then they, they cause it was all asked a simple question. Oh, they said, Hey, what do you think about your fellow countryman, James Paxton throwing a no hitter? He said, I really couldn't give a rat's ass. That's what he said. <laughs> here, here, here's his quotes. I don't care almost at all about Canadian baseball. I wasn't raised inside of Canadian baseball, really. I'm coming up off my half of life being in the United States, working and being supported by American baseball. What are you talking about? The Cincinnati Reds pay you, jerk off. That's not American baseball. Um, he added... Uh, 
As far as Toronto and Canadian baseball and all that country and Canada and James Paxton being Canadian, I don't care at all. Dude, the guy won the Lou Marsh Award, Cam. I know. I know. For being did. Canada's best athlete. Athlete, correct. And another thing, yeah, no, not just that, too. It's like yeah, this is like Lance Armstrong saying that he hates people with cancer. Yes. <laughs> In so many words, yes. No, he turned on a lot of guys, and I get it. Yeah, it's you a, know, little, it's a, a you, very direct way of putting it, but yeah. <laughs> it, is, it is. No, no, I like your direct approach, but I'll, I'll say this, and you know, Gabe, I know a lot of guys like Griff and other guys were involved in like Baseball Ontario and Baseball Canada and a couple other guys, and you know the same covering the Expos. There's a lot of turkeys in the organization and obviously who, who shouldn't be there, who don't have a clue. But the thing about Botto is I just don't know why he went nuts. Like to take a question and to, to take it to that level. And it's funny when you're a Canadian, all these broadcasts like, oh, Toronto zone or Pickering zone or whatever. Right. The minute they, they love to, to talk about, oh, what a great Canadian you are and stuff like that. But the minute this happens, like, oh, yeah, oh, this guy's not really Canadian. What, what a what a prick. You know what I mean? So it's and, just, and it's here just, it is, Kev. Shocking. shocking. Here it is right now, and here's his, uh, as I stated, I was bang on. As always, I'm right. Um, he, he's, he's, written like a, he's written like a long response and apology about this. He said, when asked about baseball in Canada, the Blue Jays, and specifically the no-hitter, it took me back to the times to my resentment for not making Team Canada in high school and for not ever being drafted by the Blue Jays out of high school or I was never picked for the Olympic team when I was in the minor leagues. You know what? I give him credit for at least saying, yeah, you know what? I knew it, though. I'm telling you. I said this last night when I saw this. I said, I bet you some coach in the Canadian system just pissed him off. And it's just now he's like he's got $200 million. And he's like, F those guys. That's why I, could, I, I knew he was just speaking out of it. Yeah. He's speaking out of anger, but I'll tell you another thing, though, too. You know what I mean? It's just when you're talking about a guy from high school baseball, okay, high school baseball, when you're going to get drafted, but get over it. Like, look at you are now. Like, it's one of those things, like, how many other guys that had a, had a loser coach that wanted to keep you down, you eventually made it. Like, you can't let that be, you know, you're, you're, you, can't, you can't get mad about that. You're a grown man now making tons and tons and tons of money. I'm going to tell you something. You just got to get over it and say, screw that, right? Like, you know what I mean? Like. And Look who you are. Here he the says best he admits. Yeah. He basically admits he's jealous. He says, clearly my reply came out of a side of jealousy for Canadian baseball athlete being celebrated in the city of Toronto. It was an odd reply and one I am terribly ashamed of. To James That's Paxton, cool. the Toronto Blue Jays, Toronto sports fans, the women and men across Canada that work so hard to promote and support Canadian baseball, I am sorry for my selfish comments, and I humbly ask for your forgiveness, he says today. I forgive him. <laughs> we all make mistakes, <laughs> but you know what? Game Renzi, did you have that coach that you want to punch in the face and that held you back? Hey, there's a, you, and you know as well as I do, you think there's politics? Uh, it doesn't matter if it's the United States. I bet there's a, hey, Baseball Canada, they got their politics too. There's probably some manager I that bought I forgive him up. as well, like I said. I you know, I, it's hey, like you or me. <laughs> Yeah, we make we see dumb stuff all the time. It's like, hey man, you're playing for the Cincinnati Reds. You're one of the best. He also hates his he's a competitor. His team's five fifteen games under five hundred. Yeah, he was ripping the like everything before. He just I think the guy's just reached a point where he's made his money and whatever, and he's just like, Can I get a win? Can I get a win here? Because he's done everything else. The guy's amazing. 
Well, clearly there's a lot of resentment, right? That was built yeah. up. <laughs> there's got to be a coach or something though, these, like when he was younger. That's that didn't what like makes them. these guys. Yep, exactly. That's what makes that's, these guys, though, Cam. That's, that's the difference, right? Like, you could ask, like you said, and I, part of me thinks that, too. You're like, dude. You know, Joey, he just signed a new deal. And, like, the guy's loaded. Like, the guy's got probably, mm-hmm. like, 140 million bucks or whatever. Like, he's he's filthy rich and richer than he'd ever imagined in his life he would ever be. And you figure, well, why aren't you just happy? And what do you care about what some coach thought about you in high school? You're, you're an all-star now in Major League Baseball. Screw that guy. Yet, that's what makes these guys what they are. The fact that it does bother yeah. them. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I like, love guys like that. That's it's kind of like you. It's kind of like you, Marenzi. You could be on a houseboat, and your, your guy in your band's got a boat. Uh, hey, I'm docked. You'll find a way to do the damn show. And I have to. You'd probably find a bubble and go do it at the bottom of the ocean. But that's the thing that makes Votto he, a winner. He's never going to quit, and he's pissed. Uh, no, we can't hold him against him. He didn't say it the right way. He was pissed off. But I could tell you, there was a coach and a couple tools that held him back, and uh, yeah, he just wanted to vent, vent his anger, anger and rage, buddy. But yeah, well, it would have been him. better. It would have been better if he would have said, if he would have said, you know what, I'm really happy for Paxton, and then said, exactly. but you know, I have some resentment against Canada baseball, yeah. and they Great always point. screwed me over over the years. Yeah. You know, and that yeah. would have been fine, but he basically yes. said, screw Toronto, screw baseball, screw Canada. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, he was, he was angry, buddy. That's uh, I don't even live there. I'm not even <laughs> from there. Like, dude, you're from Toronto. You can't change that, bro. <laughs> exactly, Pickering. <laughs> Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fancy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fancy Sports Radio Network app. The Fancy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fancy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fancy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there, where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fancy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Game Time Decisions, Red Heat and Rage on radio. Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I am Gabriel Morenci. Cam Stewart kicking it at the coffee shop. Uh, you can't make this up, Cam. I got an email last night at 7.33 Eastern time that I didn't see until about 9.15 because, you know, what am I supposed to do? Be wired in 24-7? Uh, of course, uh, the MacBook Pro was ready. I could have got Ooh, it nice. for the trip. The MacBook Pro was ready. But uh, we'll pick that up on Monday when we get back. Uh, don't worry, buddy. You and Hewlett Packard, uh, he's a durable friend. Uh, he'll be okay. Kind of like that guitar, uh, you know, where you had to get the hard instead of soft case. I think uh, I think that computer can take a few more punches than the Apple can. The Apple has more tricks. Yeah, yeah. He, he's, he, he flurries, right. but I'll tell you, the Hewlett Packard takes punches a little bit better. Body blows, headshots, but Thanks. the Apple, he delivers the knockout punch. Thanks for reminding me about the hard shell guitar case. Yeah, you know how much that was? How much? Actually, I got it. I got the one of the cheaper ones, ninety bucks. 
90 bucks for yeah, for a guitar case. Wow. This music industry, these guys are just uh, they're making it hand over fist. Yeah. It's just, and then, it's you know what? Uh, the, the airline charged me for my guitar to fly. How much? $42. <laughs> what a joke. It's not even luggage. It's not carry-on. Yeah. It's not free. They had a different no, charge for that. I have a carry-on. Oh. I have a carry-on and a guitar. And they're like, oh, that'll be $42. So, yeah, it's great. Hey, 42 <laughs> Like, really? It does. It's a guitar, Cam. That should be like 9 bucks. Like, you, you, they, they essentially charge my guitar $42 to fly. Yeah. You're absolutely right. You know what the worst is? I see these assholes who come into the – and you, you've been traveling. Remember the trip we went on Vegas? These people, right? They don't want to check in the luggage, so they do the super big carry-on, and it's supposed to like fit in a box or whatever. They put it there. It's not fitting anywhere. The thing is huge. It's a sixty pounds. They're putting it in there. Boom. And then, then you see, right? You, we got the little bag, squish, squish, and then the over top. That's why there's no room over top because these idiots have like three or four. Ding, 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 ding. They're taking up the whole top row, and we're sitting there like stooges paying for this stuff. You know what? That's why, and, and they're getting it for free. What a joke. Speaking of stooges, I see uh, Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau is uh, trending right now. Uh, well, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. This guy's just too much. He's like, oh, yeah, stop the wars. He's just he's just one of these guys. It's just like, I don't even, you know what I mean? Gabe Morency, like, I, whatever. You're you're big into politics. But, but Trudeau, like, I've never seen so many people, and you said it, from a global perspective when we're talking, oh, what a great guy. What a cosmopolitan man. What a man about town. Yeah, what the guy dresses up in like, you know, like gowns and hats from your country. Like, to me, he's a figurehead. Like he's just basically a guy who well, travels around. A, I, I bring everybody. him up because he's at Yankee Stadium right now. Great, really. It's Justin Trudeau's. Yeah, he's an honorary speaker. He speaks to graduates. New York University's 186 commencement ceremony, and they just gave him a, a, an honorary Doctor of Law degree at New York. How come they don't give you and me an honorary degree? Uh, <laughs> the funny thing, though, but he's at Yankee Stadium. The stadium's full of NYU's graduates. The dean of the college is hugging them, and they made him an honorary this, and he gives a commencement speech, and everyone loves him. And that's in New York, and it's funny. Man, if he walked down the street in Toronto, like, people would throw, like, a beer can at him if they could. <laughs> like, oh, people, yeah, it's funny, me. like, the rest of the world loves Trudeau, and people in Canada hate the guy. <laughs> Yeah, because they don't really know. That's the thing, right? You When you see the guy on TV, he says, hey, I'm an Indian. He's wearing like a nice gown and a hat, and he's like talking to the, he's a dignitary. Yeah, ooh, dinner was great last night. Same thing. He's flying around in the States. Ah, what a great guy. Hey, look at his hair, man. He's fantastic. Great lid. That's the thing, Marenzi. This guy around, he's movie star when you talk about him uh, in global terms. Here, he's just a guy who can't do anything. You know, he never gets anything done. The guy, to your point marijuana what's going on here they haven't even like really you think this thing i think we're like a, a month and change away we're not even close this guy doesn't even know what he's doing they haven't even opened it up where's it going to be in the shoppers drug mart has there been a flagship the store thing is though like, Trudeau are, too, they don't even know what the hell he's doing he's a hypocrite he's a hypocrite yes, he here's the mainstream media talking about uh justin trudeau shows up donald trump and donald trump's hometown by urging thousands of newly minted american university graduates to fight a rising tide of intolerance and aggressive nationalism around the world when, uh, you know what? Canada is worse to Mexico than Trump. You, in Mexico, Cam, like, the, we, we, even though it's NAFTA, 
Canada makes Mexicans have a visa to get into Canada. The America, America doesn't. Like Canada, that's the thing. Like it's that's the thing with Canada and Trudeau and stuff. Like the states is always the bad guy all the time. Oh, the states did that. The states did this, and the states doesn't let these people and do this. Secretly, Canada has been barring people from like nine Muslim countries for the last ten years. Um, you know, no one talks about it, but Canada, like, even though we have the NAFTA agreement, should let Mexicans in freely. We don't. Like, there's a big, big visa thing because Canadian, Canadian government's scared they're going to stay, right? So it's just funny that, you know, where Trump will get called out for things for being hateful, Trudeau has the same damn policy, <laughs> yet Trudeau's like the big left, like, big hero here. It's just, it, politics are so stupid. Like, it's just identity, and they're just, it's a popularity contest, Cam, and people like the tough guy or the compassionate guy and all that crap, they're all scumbags. Yeah, well, that's the thing, right? Trump goes on there and speaks his mind, whatever. You might not agree with him, and he gets in your face. Trudeau doesn't do anything. He's basically a ghost in a shadow and and getting degrees in New York. This is nuts, Marez. Yeah, yeah. They're handing out law degrees like uh, Cracker Jacks. What a joke. I think that's actually, it's crazy. The guy's at a Yankees game, and he's getting a law degree. Like, that's the thing, man. This guy, for all you American friends out there, this guy's a turkey. Sorry? That's what the world needs, one more lawyer. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, buddy. Not, exactly. Not enough, anyway. not enough, attor- not, not enough no. attorneys uh, out there. All right, so um, Arizona. So we're talking about, uh, yeah, Joey Votto. We brought up Votto because of the thing. Yeah, you know, I was hating on Votto last night. And I, I stated that if I was a Canadian pitcher, I would bean him and hit him in the face. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, you know, he's apologized. That's good enough for me. <laughs> I'm with you, too. Like, as we're getting older, it's like, you know what I mean? Like, we're doing a talk radio show, right? There have been times, you know, you've gone on, said something about, yeah, you know what I mean? And uh, sometimes you're wrong. And the best thing about it is Votto admitted that he's wrong. He probably had a, yeah, he probably had a dick coach. He probably had a guy who had a coach's son. It's like, I like you better than Joey Votto, even though Joey Votto's playing for the Cincinnati Reds now. You know it, Marenzi. You played uh, AAA hockey or or junior hockey or whatever, you know? It's it's always that thing. And I, I hated this. Like, I hated when the coach's son was on the team, it used to really piss me off. It used to drive me nuts. I used to like when we brought in like miscellaneous man, you know, I didn't know the guy. Like when I played for the North stars, right. We had miscellaneous man. He was just a guy that liked hockey. So everybody got a fair shake and stuff, you know, good team. Then I played on a couple of teams, coach's son, the guy's the shittiest guy on the team. He can't skate. He's an ankle burner. Can't kill penalties. Can't hit, can't score slow, everything. Oh, he's getting done. Like, you know, what? it's just bad for business. It's bad for business. And I'll tell you something. Votto was probably in that situation once he got good because some guy's kid was probably hanging on and he he probably resents that guy for the rest of his life and exploded. But he just said it that way, right? Because, hey, look at me now. Guy's playing for the Cincinnati Reds. He's an all-star. So that guy, uh, he's having the last lap. But, yeah, surprisingly, great point by you. He should have said, hey, I love James Paxton, then went into his rant instead of just going bananas uh, right off the bat. So the Reds are down 1,011.96. Looking at the West, Arizona Diamondbacks, $992. Yep. Um, hot, hot start for them. They're starting to cool off just a little bit, and Lou has an under an under ticket on the win, so he wants to see them cool off. Colorado's 23-20. and 20, They're up $356. San Francisco. You know, San Francisco. Yeah. I was Even. actually a little bullish on San Francisco coming in. Everyone, San Francisco can. They're a good organization. You know, they're a good organization. They had a bad year last year with all the injuries and stuff. 
they're not the type of team that accepts losing. You know what I mean? Like they tried well, they to get Stanton. You know, they brought oh, in McCutcheon. Like they they have money, they're willing to spend it. You know, like San Francisco isn't like, yeah, well, whatever, we won years ago and we're cool now. I thought, you know, that they I didn't think they were gonna win a division or anything, but I thought they'd be more competitive than people gave them credit for. And look, they're only twenty two and twenty one, and Bumgarner got hurt again. And That's I'm a Dodger fan, so I hate these guys. But McCutcheon's starting to heat up now. And, you know, Cam, the the, the San Francisco Giants, you're up $489 betting on these guys, even though they're only one game over five hundred. They're a good team to bet on, the Giants. You said it, man. And, yeah, Bumgarner not there. They're doing Ty Black and all, Blatch and all these other guys on the team. I think it's absolutely crazy. You look at their pitching staff and go, man, these guys suck. But they're finding ways to get it done. You're a game over five they They've still got veteran players. I like San Francisco, too. And the one thing is they got some big bats on the team with a lot of power. You wait till the pitching comes back. That's a good point, man. Many prognosticators at the start of the year were thinking they were going to be around San Diego, last place in the division, but they're overachieving. McCutcheon's a guy that I love. I love the way he plays every day. He goes to battle, and uh, they're going to be a play-on team. They, they get very little respect from the lines maker, and, yeah, you're almost up 500 bucks, and the best pitcher's gone. So more power to San Francisco. You mentioned the Dodgers, $2,691. Brutal. Holy crap. I know. So much more. Like, look, as people, people, people make fun of. Scott? Wow. Yeah, people make fun of San Diego. I know. And, you know, San Diego Padres suck. Look, San Diego are 10 games under 500. They're 17 and 27. They're only down $453. You're down 500 bucks essentially. You know, 450 if you bet every San Diego game. Whip D this year. The Dodgers, 2000, like no one's even close to that. It's insane. Yeah. So the Dodgers, nine games below to San Diego's 10. And if you bet every Dodgers game compared to San Diego, you're down another 2,200 bucks, actually over 2,200 bucks. Can you believe that, Marenzi? Almost identical records. And you're down $2,200 more Dodgers versus San Diego if you're betting their games. That's nuts. Like, that's absolutely insane. That just tells you about line inflation, man. These guys, like, they're they're a hard team to back uh, when they're favored all the time. This is getting real for them, though. They're eight and a half games back right now. I know. Nine games I know. under Aaron, 500, man. It's no joke. No, it's a long – that's the thing. And you, you said it. Like, the Dodgers have the ability once the bats start because that's the problem with that team. We know they're going to get the pitching, but, man, sometimes their bats go ice cold. Watching a Dodger game, like no runs in six and you're just sitting there, what the hell are these guys doing, stranding runners all the time? But eight and a half, that's a big number, man. Like this is not two and a half, three and a half for Colorado and San Francisco. That's a lot of games to make up. And, you know, Arizona, they're still a damn good baseball team. They're not going to give it up that easy, and they know their window versus the Dodgers, too. It's now or never, man. That's a lot of games, Gabe. I know it's a long season, but eight and a half is a lot. Dodgers are two and eight in their last ten baseball games, and it's including games against the Marlins and the Cincinnati Reds. It's like um, <laughs> exactly. I saw I saw a great tweet last week. I think it was Vincent Samporio. He's an L.A. guy. And uh, – he quoted, the, remember the Bad News Bears? And um, one of the kids on the Bad News Bears was bitching. Remember they lost 18 nothing once? <laughs> I love the Bad News Bears. It wasn't, wasn't Tanner. I don't know. It wasn't the fact. It was one of the other kids. Like, was like, uh, like he throws his glove. He's like, you know, we just lost 18 nothing to the worst team in the league. <laughs> and the, the, the blonde kid, the short. Shortstop kid type team. Like, we're the worst team, you know? Worst team. That's the thing with the Dodgers now. It's like, hey, guys, like it's getting embarrassing. You lost to the Reds. You're losing to the Marlins. Like, suddenly the Dodgers are going to be the worst damn team in the league. Like, it's getting that bad right now. 
I can't trust them laying the price here tonight. They're two and eight in their last uh, ten baseball games. A hot pitcher uh, cam tonight: St. Louis Cardinals and uh, and Nicholas. Nicholas has uh, been red uh, red hot this year. And Card Cardinals have been a money maker too so far this year. Modest. Uh, what was it? Uh, you're 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 up a hundred bucks with the Cardinals right now. Cardinals are just generally overpriced as well, though, basically. Yeah, the Cardinals are a team that they're basically, to me, I look at the Cardinals games as average. So I don't want to be, you know, laying too much juice with that team. They, yeah, they'll, they'll get on their little win streak. They'll lose some games. I just don't really, you know, you don't really take them seriously. But, uh, you know, the, the play on team is, is the Braves. I like where Mark Lawrence was going with it, too. Like, you just see the name in the limelight and you see Chicago Cubs. And you see Pickham, and you're like, oh, my God, against Atlanta and, and Brandon McCarthy here. But Chatwood also on the road could be very, very, very bad. Atlanta at home, 10 cents, Pickham situation. Why not, man? This Braves team, they're growing up real quick. And I love the chemistry on their team. I'm really happy. A lot of people used to, uh, you know, rail on Nick Marcakis. Guy's hitting for average right now. He looks fantastic every game. They, they look like they're happy in the clubhouse. That's the one thing about baseball. You see the faces. And they look like they're really having fun with the nice uh, mix of veterans and young guys. You know, I'm down with the Braves. And uh, they're a team that we knew they were going to get better. I just didn't think they were going to get better this quick. Good good on them. Well, you remember Mark Lawrence, Cam, said that yep. uh, Bartolo Colon absolutely owns the Seattle Mariners. He does. And it was 0-0. And I said, it sounds like we should jump in on the Rangers. one nothing Rangers right now. Yeah, one nothing Rangers, and now the money line, as Mark said, it went from ten cents. Gabe, I'm seeing minus one seventy five now. So there goes the value of the game. Yeah, that's the thing, man. We should have pulled our trigger early, but uh, you know, we're doing our thing. I didn't. Uh, I don't have much. Uh, much in the accounts these days, Marenzi. I'm. I'm, I'm penny. We're sharp I'm like. Uh, <laughs> sharp like a marble. Oh, I just went up. Yes. I just tried to bet it. I just yeah, tried it's to minus two thirty-five it. now. <laughs> I just Dude, this second I click it, these guys are son of a bitches, man. <laughs> Who's listening? <laughs> I know. I just, you just went to click. Is like, oh no, now it's minus two thirty-five. Screw you guys. <laughs> Brutal. I don't know what That's it is, un- Cam. No matter where it is that we do a show, there's always going to be some sort of bathroom issue. Now, of course, oh, I know. the last I studio, the, the, the bathroom was like a mile away, and it was a problem. Like, physically, we couldn't yeah. get there. Now our problem is these commercial breaks are too damn fast. They're very fast. <laughs> so right now, I'm going to run, but I've got to go down the hall of this hotel here, Cam, all right? So, okay. So, uh, so you want to, we'll Gloria see if I can make it back it. in a commercial break. i got a problem, too. Mine's down the stairs and around the corner, but I'll be okay. I'll hold it till the next segment. Around the corner. (laughs) I'm upstairs. Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Download it now to your phone. We promise no weird viruses, no strange tracking things. Just 24 hours a day, seven days a week of pure fantasy knowledge dropping all over your head. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Stop being a weirdo and streaming it online. Get it on your phone. Take it with you everywhere you go.
Welcome back to Red Heat Rage. I'm the Rage Redhead Cam Stewart. Hi, from the coffee shop. Soft serve, ice cream, coffee. It's crazy, I'm in a coffee shop, but there's no coffee. The, company, uh, the delivery's coming tonight after the show. Morenci, he's not on a houseboat in Halifax, but he is in Halifax ready for the metal show. It's homicide reunion time. He's not going to be sleeping in a, a, on a boat down by the river with the drummer and the band. He's actually got a hotel room. He says a little bit bigger than a prison cell, so that's good news. Hey, guys, if you play DFS and haven't tried playing, mybookie.ag, the player props Gabe was talking about, absolutely stellar. You're missing out big time. Their player prop tool allows you to avoid sharks, winning 90% of the money in DFS. Invest in players that you want without the salary caps. Forget about the multiple lineups. Ditch the hassle of uh, dealing with the late scratches, which is driving us nuts yesterday because of those rain delays. Go to mybookie.ag, open a new account, and enter the promo code GTD, and you'll receive a 50% deposit bonus there. So mybookie.ag, get in there. Friends of the program are going to help us uh, stay employed. That's really, really good stuff. And coming up on the next hour, too, we're going to talk to our buddy, Brian Blessing from Las Vegas, Nevada. Talk about the Golden Knights and Jets. Yeah, blessing game. must like you. Uh, yeah. Blessing must like hey, you better. I mean, Blessing never returns my call, so I'm impressed you were able to book Brian Blessing, the big star. No, he actually didn't return my calls for a while, Gabe, but I was testing out the new uh, equipment, and uh, I had I had his number in the thing, and I wanted <laughs> to see. But I, did a, I did a local call to my buddy, and he's like, hey, man, and I go, oh, that sounds pretty clear. So I did a call to Vegas. And uh, he came through, and I told him, I was thinking, wow, the Jets in Vegas are playing tonight. He's at the practice. Why don't you come on and visit me and Gabe in the DFS hour? We could talk about that uh, game tonight. It's uh, going to be a big one, buddy. I'll tell you, we got to give Gamble a lot That's of credit, man. Game, those, it is a very tough game. But you said those road teams, man, it's the road teams right now. Tampa Bay, hockey, unlike any other sport, very differently. The momentum, again, Washington had all the momentum. Game one, they get it done. Ovechkin killing people. Holby, boom. Then Tampa Bay comes out. They get the first goal. They win the game. You said it, man, a long time ago, Gabe. You said no other sport where you could be, yes, we've killed them, and then eh, then the brakes get put on, like hockey. So, you know what? This is anybody's game tonight. I'm probably going to take the road team and the Jets just because they're the dog. Yeah, I know. It seems to be that the zigzag, the zigzag approach is a profitable one in, in the NHL playoffs this year. And Lou's a sharp guy, as he stated. Lou loves those underdogs, and... Yep. He brought it up. So yesterday he said uh, it's now 38 and 32, Cam, in the playoffs. Yeah, so, and you're getting uh, them as teams are only 32 point. and 38. Yeah, and, and home teams. And what, what 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 are we thinking about when we're when we're looking at the lines of the home teams? Like like what's Vegas tonight? Uh, they're uh, the line's gone down, but they opened up at a buck 45. I'm seeing a buck 30, a buck 35 right now. So every time you take those road teams, think about it. You're getting probably 15 cents plus, Morency. Great way to put some money in your wallet. I'll be dancing with the Jets tonight. They played so they, they played so bad at home. They got outworked by Vegas. And, hey, I'll give Vegas credit, man. We, we watch a lot of hockey. These guys outwork everybody. They never take a shift off. But on the road, no distractions. They get that first goal, silence that wicked crowd what, like Vegas did to them. I think it's going to be the exact same scenario, but opposite. I'll take the 15 cents uh, with the Jets tonight. Should be a great game. 6-3 uh, right now for the... Uh... Cincinnati Reds over to San Francisco uh, Giants. one nothing Rangers still. 8-2 Brewers over D-backs. D-backs continue to still. They just cost them people money on a daily basis, this team. Who'd you bet on today? Did you, did you bet the afternoon baseball? Yeah, no, I'm, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be actually honest with you. Uh, 
you know, I'm actually trying to heed your advice. I don't want to get on that site right now. I haven't had time to go, uh, you know, to go to the, the post office and uh, meet my guy, not your guy, Shane, or, and around my neighborhood and get the, the papers and put some money in an old account, buddy. But, uh, yeah, I've been trying to stay away from the bookie. Uh, he called again. Uh, we have a meeting this weekend. It's going to be uh, not a very good uh, breakfast on Saturday, I have a feeling. So I'm trying to lay off and uh, take care of my business, Marenzi, before I uh, reload and put some bullets in the gun. I'm, I'm actually listening to you. I, I don't want to make a bad situation any worse. I got enough problems. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, I'm not trying to tell you what to do, but that's the thing. It's like, yeah. if you got to pay the guy this week, and let's say it goes like, you're really going to be depressed if it's like, oh, next Friday, you got to give him another 800 or whatever, right? Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. You got to like, rip yeah, the yeah. band aid off at some point. Looks like you get to run over and play some pro line after the show. Um, that's what I'm going to do. And probably. You know what? It's funny. Pro line, pro line's really annoying, but if you haven't played it in a long time, it doesn't suck that time if you win. Like, you know what I mean? If you put like a hundred bucks on a ticket, Cam, and you win three hundred and eighty bucks, or you collect four twenty tomorrow, you'll be in a good mood about it. <laughs> you'll be like, ah, that I agree. Suck. You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. But it's when it's when you go two of three, and it happens to me, bro. Yep. Some, sometimes where I'm like, man, play four pro line tickets tonight, fifty bucks each or a hundred bucks each, because I'm just sick of going to see Shane and whatever. I like the hockey. I'll just play a hockey p- ticket here and. I swear to God, Cam, I go two or three like 98% of the time. Uh, oh, I know. Though. Like, it's oh, so I t- frustrating. I was, t- I was telling Chris that, too. Like, you know, the, when we're talking about with those NFL prop tickets, right? I'm thinking, I go, wow, you know, you go all to the under, all to the over. Yeah, sometimes that works. But you know there's that one guy, that one guy, if you like the over, boom. he And he needs five and a half catches. He had five. He didn't get he didn't get over for it. He didn't get it done or under. It goes the other way. You, How many times have we played those prop tickets, Marenzi? Three out of four. It doesn't even matter. Anytime you you you, you turn a regular uh, one play into a parlay, two out of three, three out of four, four to five, five out of six. That's why we have the guy. But yeah, it gets really really annoying really quick, man. But I am gonna I'm gonna I actually take your advice tonight. I'm gonna throw down probably uh, some uh, twenty and fifty dollar tickets. I'm gonna do a, a mix round robin with a couple baseball games with the Winnipeg Jets tonight. I think that's uh that's where I'm playing uh, my sports tonight. I also got uh, some golf picks for you, Gabe, on the other side. At the DFS hour, it's the Byron Nelson uh, Classic in Texas this week. Got a couple DFS lineups and uh, uh, an ice-cold six-pack for you. Since you're in Halifax, extra cold. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's not that bad. It's just a little, little windy. A little, little windy yeah, and cold. The water. One thing about That's Halifax, cool. you know, speaking of six-packs, like, dude, there's, there's like a pub on like every every freaking corner here you can't walk like six feet with like a bar or flanagan's and this oh. and that and like there's they're all over the place you you said it like if you want to be a professional piss tank that's like that's that's your type of town like i, I remember when i was there too i was when i was working up north uh i met a i met a buddy and he lived in halifax he worked at the newspaper over there and i was just basically crashing there and drinking in the afternoon, waiting for him to finish work, going out to Halifax is a great place just to sit there and get wasted. Yeah. You said it. There's a, there's a pub and a bar on every I single day. I couldn't help but think of you. Uh, Where are the stores? You and our boys. <laughs> and, I couldn't help but think of you and our boys in Cotta. I was out on the corner in my neighborhood where the hotel is. And uh, there's a place up the street. I saw they have uh steam clams, five ninety nine. <laughs> nice. I love steam clams. Love steam clams, Marancy. It's actually funny. Uh, I don't know what it is, Gabe, but 
I, I've been cooking a lot. Like, you, you know what I feel like my mother came over for mother's day. I made like a roast mashed potatoes, did the vegetable, like steamed the everything. Like I love cooking. It's one of those things. That, and last night, buddy, you would have been so impressed with me. Uh, Lisa brought over some leftovers and you can't screw around scallops. I did. I cooked some scallops in a beautiful butter wine sauce. Absolutely fantastic, buddy. Like I got Cam's culinary school right now. It's just, uh, I love cooking, man, but uh, those, those kitchens get real hot. You know me and sweat, buddy. It gets, it's a hot box. I told you, if I was running a TV, uh, I'd, get, I'd get you a cooking show. Yeah. I, 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 I saw this. There's a story here. I saw this story here. Um, Dallas police arrest a 25-year-old man who duped local high schools. To relive his hoop glory days. <laughs> so what's this guy? Al Bundy he just slipped so this in. Dude, and, yeah. This dude was 25 years old. And he enrolled in, uh, in a Dallas, in Hillcrest High School in North Dallas. So he could play basketball. That's like, awesome. He didn't. He didn't assault it. He didn't like was no sexual. You know what I mean? Like no, he's not no, he a just wanted to... or a pervert hanging around a high school. No, no. Exactly. He wanted to play high school basketball. He played high school basketball and he missed it. He wanted to relive his glory days. I love this so guy. This guy. That's, uh, awesome. that's awesome. That's that's so awesome. Hey, you go to class. Nope, just the basketball. He game, claimed man. he didn't. He claimed he didn't have ID. Because he lost it in Hurricane Harvey. Oh, he's smart, eh? He really, he's thinking about uh, oh, this. Very, he yeah, claimed to be a Hurricane Harvey refugee. Yeah, he didn't what have ID. He said, no, no, I have no family, and I lost everything in Hurricane Harvey. <laughs> great, great answer. Very, very. Yeah, what are you going to do if he's the administrator? Like, what are you going to do? All right. Uh, they also believe that his other motivation to play basketball besides basketball was the fact that he was homeless. Yeah. Let's see. Uh... So nothing. They he just and, and they, they didn't they didn't do a double check. They just say, you know what, buddy, you look a little no. bit of whatever. You're on. You're on. You're no, on the nobody, team. Nobody. No, because he's good. The coach ain't gonna say anything. Yeah. I like. You this know guy. who said something? You know who said something? A mother. A mother of a team. student. Oh. Yeah, a mother a of a fourteen-year-old classmate. Yeah. I guess the, the daughter probably said, oh, there's this guy. He kind of looks kind of old. And, like, the mother probably, you know, busy body lady. Yep. I don't know, dude. They they put the guy in jail. Are you kidding me? No, that's what I'm saying. No, he's arrested. He's in jail. Oh, like, yeah, you didn't on. tell me like, that. He, it's, it's, it's a prank, man. You know what I mean? It's like you, you tell the guy, listen, it's you know, funny. You beat us here. <laughs> You're an idiot. If you ever come, you're banned from the campus. You tell them, listen, if you ever step foot on our high school campus, you're trespassing. Yeah. But, like, yeah, you can't no, they, they charge him with tampering with government records. Because he on, signed man. an affidavit pretending to be. Like, he didn't have ID, so he had to pretend. And he said, when he signed the payment to be somebody he wasn't, so he's charged with tampering government records. That's a, come that's on, a bunch man. Of, Let the kid bullshit. out. Like, really? I, 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 I think that's amazing that he went back. He was good. Yeah, yeah. That's that's really malicious, right? Like, 
He didn't think about, ooh, I'm going to get revenge on some girl that did me wrong in high school or whatever like that, or her sister because she's yeah, a, it's not no. a twenty. It's not a creeper so he can hang around high school girls. The kids, yeah, the guy's yeah, homeless and he wants to play basketball. Yeah, he wants to play basketball. Like that's pretty innocent. And I got to be honest, uh, for a guy that's homeless and doing that, that was that was smart talking about the hurricane and doing all that stuff. But yeah, you get caught me for too. that. You I just, actually, you should, you should be on the campus. I see this story. I yeah. see this story and. I see in a guy that's actually a pretty smart dude, like to be able to, like I would tell him, listen, if you had the balls to go to high school when you didn't go there and you had the balls to say you were Hurricane Harvey and you did all of this, you're smart enough to get a job, bro. You know what I mean? Like, and now he's going to have a record for this. This isn't worthy of a record. This is the type of thing where you feel sorry for the guy and you go, listen, you got to let it go. And no, I know it sucks. You're homeless and you know, you're missing high school basketball, but you know, and you help the guy get a job. You know, you know, like really, why are they you calling the cops on him? Yeah. Just kick him off the team and stuff. Another good point, Gabe. To, to, to when you talk about him being homeless and playing basketball, think about the situation too. There's no more like, uh, you know, uh, the, the 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 old Greek shower in the stall there. Like this guy actually has facilities where you can get cleaned up. Hey, great practice there, Tommy. You know what I mean? He's in the showers. It's like what a good situation. Yeah, there's not guy. one. You know? There's not one story. There's not one report of any kid saying that he was inappropriate or he asked him yes. for money or he did this or that. He was just on the basketball team. You know what I mean? Yeah. He wants to play basketball and uh, you know grab a shower, get clean. He wasn't uh, he wasn't freaking out any women. He wasn't a creeper. Yeah, and to, to throw somebody in jail for something like that just tells you like uh, just where priorities are at the top and at the bottom. That I'm with you, man. That's at worst to say you can't come on school property anymore. You can't talk to kids. Next case, please. That's a that's a huge overreaction. Ridiculous. It, tampering with guy, he'll get out. Like it won't be. It's not going to be the end for him. What but, a poor bastard! I just want yeah, to go he's hit out on bond. The guy wants to shoot some hoops and grab a shower. Now he's in jail. Great, good stuff. People are. It's unbelievable, man. Uh, you, you said it too. Busybodies too, getting involved in people's business, just talking and stirring up trouble. I don't like it. Yeah, I guess though. If you're if you're a fourteen year old, if you if you're a mother of a fourteen year old girl and she tells you she thinks there's a twenty five year old dude in the class, yeah, I guess she's gonna say that's not doing nothing though. And and Jim is not the it's not co ed. Like you you're in high school, the girls had theirs and the guys had guys, like right? It's not one of these like you mix can't and mingle tell me. the dances. Right? You can't tell me though. You can't tell me that the damn coach didn't like suspect something. Good because the guy was dunking. I just imagine Gibby uh, John Gibbons, how come you didn't uh, you didn't tell the guy was 25 years old pretending to be 17? Well, well, you know, kids look old nowadays. Uh, you know, you can't tell. I don't know. I didn't ask him for his ID. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you, he's got one of them chic razors. Uh, he looked pretty clean. Uh, I don't know. He's just a good athlete. Yeah, I know exactly. Like, uh, <laughs> it's not like uh, you, you drafted Teen Wolf. Good stuff. <laughs> you know, it's funny though. It's not funny, but. Like, looking, looking like on TV, Cam, like one of the best episodes of The Simpsons is Fred Flintstone goes back and plays college football, if you remember. Exactly. And Fred Love was, it. like, running kids over and shit. Like, he, yep. and it was just bulldozing. Remember, chug, chug. He was chugging beer and shit. <laughs> Fred Flintstone. Hey, Same thing. Homer went back to college, and it was funny. And, you know, this guy does it in real life. And they, they, they're like, all right, you're under arrest. Like I said, that's the thing. You call the cops, fine. If the cops show up and they just say, listen, dude, you know, 
you, you know, you can't come back to this high school. Don't ever do this again or else we will charge you. But, you know, for a false impersonation or whatever. But I don't know. Like I said, even in the mugshot, the guy looks pretty depressed, man. Like, you know, the guy just wanted to play high school ball. <laughs> hey, man, there's a lot of things, Gabe. But, you know, when you think about it, I'd love to go to high school with the knowledge that we have now and go back and figure some things out. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, there's some mistakes that could have been uh, rectified. <laughs> no, not me. <laughs> I heard that. Some, somebody somebody told not me that me. the other day. Yeah. <laughs> not me. Yeah, yeah. Somebody said that to me the other day. Oh, to be 21 again. And I was thinking, ah, I don't really think I want to be 21 again, to be honest. You know <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I they got like living that much longer, but being a 21-year-old is not great. Like you're just a dumb kid. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, you know, you're right. And all, all the things that you have to deal with. Uh, you're right, though. I wouldn't mind getting some of those uh, some of those years back. I can tell you that. Yeah, wouldn't well, mind being able to back. shake off a hangover better. Uh, getting older, but you know, we we still got a few good ones, buddy. We're not we're not packing it in yet. We still got some good years. Thanks to uh, Jimmy and uh, and uh, Jimmy and uh, Potsky Picks. This is, uh, Jimmy and his business coming out east for a sales trip. Uh, he says, hey, Atlantic Hotel, go F yourself. Nice. So that's good. At least my word out here, we're going to get a couple of cans of people not staying there. I, I'm telling you guys, I'm not drunk. It was, you know, I'm totally honest with these stories. They were rude as hell, man. They were rude as hell. Line up, block live. We'll have some golf picks for you on the other side. <laughs> 